After publishing my video report on bank bail-ins, a contractor for the European Central Bank, who asked that his name be withheld for security reasons, contacted me with the following information. Shortly after the FDIC meeting that went viral, my source was assigned an urgent project related to bail-in capability for the European Central Bank, or ECB. Bail-ins is when the bank steals money directly from people's accounts, just like we saw in Cyprus in 2013. The project goal is to build a data infrastructure for the financial market infrastructures, which are the networks that allow financial transactions to take place, to report to the ECB about the capability of banks and capital markets to absorb losses and to execute bail-ins as quickly and efficiently as possible. This urgent project makes it clear that the ECB is expecting a system collapse and that they know it is uncontrollable and unforeseeable. The current security requirements do not legally compel the banks to provide information to the ECB. If a bank is insolvent, they have no incentive to tell the ECB. And so the ECB is not targeting banks directly, but rather financial intermediaries like SWIFT and large settlement houses. The purpose of this contractor's job is to provide a way for the ECB to pinpoint which banks are insolvent and where the collapse will stem from. This is being done by creating large data lakes, which an engineer can analyze and find meaning at a graphical level. How much bail-ins each bank has to execute and how much of a loss they can take. This is evidence that the ECB is definitely planning on bail-ins as a means of surviving an imminent collapse. And when this occurs, we can expect multiple banks to close and stock markets around the world to shut down, as the banks steal as much money from the people as they deem necessary. Most of this work is being done in private, but there are pieces of information available to the public on the EU's SRB website, including operational guidance on bail-in implementation and the operational guidance on bail-in playbooks. The ECB contractor has also pointed out that the latest directives for the European Union's digital service providers states that governments shall appoint trusted bodies for internet domain registry, meaning that the government will have the sole authority on who is able to have a website, and that these new security directives allow a gaping hole for a major cyber attack, which official commentators are ignoring. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Get ready, folks. We have a jam-packed transmission today. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. It's that daily routine. But y'all knew that. Step up Welcome, folks. Who Can you believe I'm it? It's February 4th, I mean 2023, and we are well in to this great conflict that's unraveling right now. 
challenging your everything that you know about your life is being challenged right now psychologically physically monetarily emotionally spiritually everything is on the line and welcome and thank you very much for listening and joining me please subscribe to my podcast at noncompliantamerica.com shoot us some feedback jm at noncompliantamerica Getting in right into the news, there's that powerful Greg Reese report. Um, I, I, I love starting with a powerful report because it, uh, it's really a thought-provoking going into uh, this show today. And one of the main things I want to talk about, I know a lot of people are talking about the big balloon in the sky and, and everything else, and, and, and that is kind of tying into what I want to get into. Um, but the big thing is, and thing that I think is front and center is not nuclear war right now, um, but it's the financial transitioning that's happening amongst us that not a lot of people are noticing and or talking about. And so I have some key articles that I want to talk to to showcase uh, what's happening within our financial system and what it's going to mean if we can get in and get inducted into the CBDC programs. Now, keep in mind, CBDC is not Bitcoin. It's not Bitcoin. And I just want to remind you to that. Uh, Bitcoin is completely independent from all of these other uh, banking cryptocurrencies that they're trying to do. They're creating these to try to counter the monetary transactions. But a couple of key things I want to talk about with what's going on with China um, and that whole debacle and how, you know, uh, different countries like Saudi Arabia right now are starting to move away from the dollar uh, and the petrodollar. That is all going away right now. And so what does that mean for us here in the United States? What does that mean for our dollar in our bank account? First of all, I will tell you, if I had a bunch of money in my bank account right now, I would be spending it on precious metals through and through 100%. Gold, silver, uh, platinum, palladium, and or real estate, real estate's very key, only if you're able to set the real estate markets up correctly, because the dollar is essentially becoming worthless. And there is will be one day in the near future, I believe there will be a very, very catastrophic event where the stock market collapses and the dollar is essentially frozen and it's worth nothing. Now, there was a guy that foreshadowed this uh, a few years ago, back when Trump was in office, and it was called Ice Nine. Um, but listen to hear what he has to say. But my point is, I came away from all three meetings convinced of one thing. When the next crisis hits, the elites are planning to freeze the financial system, and they'll replace it with a new system, one not based on the U.S. dollar. When that happens, we'll wake up to a very strange and disturbing new reality. And for our viewers that are watching today, what might their reality look like that morning? How does this manifest? First, they'll have gone to bed knowing that a massive financial crisis was underway. But when they wake up, they'll find it has worsened and the contagion has spread worldwide. When they go to withdraw money, their ATM will say, closed temporarily. When they go to sell stocks, their account will say, transaction not available. When they go to their local business, that business will only accept cash if it's open. As citizens realize they're being borrowed from their money, riots will erupt. It's going to get really bad really but quickly. How would such a freeze actually work? And, and wouldn't that be highly illegal? Well, it wouldn't be illegal technically because they've been quietly laying the groundwork for years. They've rigged the financial laws, changed the rules of the game to allow this to happen. The stage is set. They have the levers in place. The lights are positioned. 
Now someone just needs to flick a switch and they'll impose ICE-9 rapidly. And again, all of this will be legal because they've rigged the system in their favor. Here in the U.S., for example, Congress pushed through something called the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, or IEPA. This allows the government to freeze accounts, assets, even whole institutions at will. The only condition is that there's some threat to national security with a foreign connection. Of course, with a global market, every financial crisis has a foreign connection. Any systemic crisis fits the bill. And the thing is, when the next crisis hits, it's going to be so bad, President Trump won't have any choice but to go along with the elite okay, plan. Okay, so wow. you, you get the idea. This is a plan. This has been orchestrated. This has been talking about. And this is why they're creating the volatility. And that's why they want the global markets. That's why they want the globalization of everything, because then everything then becomes a threat, which then essentially everything gives them an excuse to justify taking your rights, seizing your property, seizing your bank accounts, doing all of those things, they now have that political cover and that cover in regards to what they're putting into these legislations and stuff. So one of the biggest things I want you to understand is that we are in uncharted territory in regards to what the position and the condition that the United States is in. We have never been in this position. They're, they're depleting all of our forces, all of our resources for war are getting sent over to Ukraine right now. They've already sent off all our oil reserves to China and sold all those off. And we are essentially at one of the most vulnerable states that we've ever been right now, financially, economically, militarily. All of those things right now are essentially being depleted because we are in a captured state. There was a, a coup that happened against President Trump back in 2020. And we are now in a state where they are destroying the infrastructure of the United States from within, selling it off to all of our adversaries and everybody around us and letting them move forward, such as putting this blimp up in the sky and getting everybody to talk about it. Right now, what do I think this means? What do I think this represents? I think it is a test to the world. It's not really about us. It's about the rest of the world to state, hey, look. We can go put a spy balloon over these guys and they don't do anything about it. Now, since yesterday, last night, there were some reports of some supposed explosion that happened in the sky that somebody caught on film. Now, was it the balloon? I don't know. They're still talking about it, but everybody's talking about it. So be weary, folks, when you get into these news cycles and these things that happen that are just odd and strange, don't make a lot of sense, but everybody's talking about it, understand that usually that's a psyop and they want you to have a distraction. A distraction from what, you might ask. Okay, so here's, here's an interesting article that nobody's talking about uh, with Argentina and China. They have now finalized a currency swap deal to vow to strengthen relations. China's pressuring Argentina to allow the Chinese naval base into the country. What will that mean for military strategy for China to be operating down in Argentina? We've already caught them on some ships over down in uh, the South Pacific, over in that region, um, going and having their ships around there and stuff like that. So what's really going on? What's prepared? If you remember, eight, nine months ago when I had Christy Hutcherson on, um, she was talking about uh, all the illegals coming across the border. Most of them were not uh, uh, Mexican. They were Chinese. They found Russian, Ukrainian, Iranian, 
there were 93 different uh, regions of people coming across the border. And the border is wide open right now, folks. It's wide open. There is so much going on in our lives and so much distraction, such as this balloon. Now, the balloon, the, the little balloon thing might be a real threat. You know, there's speculation that it's an EMP bomb and they're just beta testing what the response is. Because understand, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. In strategic warfare and war games, you can ploy a exercise to test your enemy's response to test the enemy's response time on how they respond, what kind of systems they use, what kind of things. And you can monitor how your enemy reacts to maybe just a harmless little balloon that's sitting up in the sky. So then they come back, they take notes, they say, okay, it took them 45 minutes for this and this and that and this and that. And then they go, okay, great. Now we have an idea for a strategy on how we could potentially be dropping payloads or running EMP bursts in these specific regions. Now, there's speculation that they have uh, EMP balloons like this, and it would only take about 90 or 95 of them uh, to completely cripple the entire, entire United States grid system, right? And th the last thing I want to know is, how do we know that this is Chinese, right? Nobody's ever been specified. Now, maybe I'm missing something, and um, I haven't been having my eyes glued to CNN, um, to, to get my information of, of, of how, so what, so, so at what point and how did they determine that this was Chinese, you know, now they might have a way, but considering that they're not, uh, engaging it, you know, they have no way of really knowing. Okay. Well, here's an interesting, uh, thing, uh, speaking of China, because understand this is a very, very complicated system that we're in. Now we got the war going on in Ukraine, uh, and then, all the geopolitical things that are going on, the economic things that are going on here, we're in a very volatile time. And so it's very important, and I'm not gloom and doom today, but it's very important that you understand that we are headed into a global war and a global conflict with fourth, fifth generation warfare that we have never experienced in our lives. There's economic, there's cyber war, right? There's kinetic wars, there's uh, economic wars, you know, there's weather weapons out there, which I think is tied to a lot of what's the climate change and what everybody's talking about. Those are weather weapons, right? The dryness that we're having. Yeah, we finally got some rain today, but it's, it's unbelievable to the extent of the technologies out there and what's really happening and what's really being fought and how the CBDCs are tied into that to essentially rip you of your rights and rip you of your future is the end goal. We'll be right back. What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. All right, folks, we're, we're getting right back into a second, second segment, short segment. Uh, so I want to shift gears a little bit, getting out of the economy, talking about, you know, the things that... Uh, the economy collapse and, and different things like that. I think that is integral. It's very important to talk about. Um, you know, it, it is definitely a pressing issue, but there's so many other fronts 
such as the rollout of the AI, that they're just basically rolling out AI technologies right in front of our face. And they're uh, like chat GPG, chat GPT, I think is what it's called. And how that is embedded and integrated into our digital reality because we are all, let's face it, most people are still glued to their phone. And what is that? It's a program. They're programming people, programming them with messages that are pre-scripted and or constructed by AI robots. If you remember, there was an article back uh, last month talking about CNET, uh, one of those old uh, online um, technology um, reports. Basically, their reporters have been using chat GPG, GPT, uh, for months, and nobody knew. They essentially got rid of all of their reporters, and AI robots were writing all of the articles for them. So that is an example of how fast we are spiraling into this Skynet type reality. And that's why it's important to reconnect if you have been away from a while from God to get back with God because we are in the pressing times um, and we will need him, his love and his discernment to be able to get us through um, what we're enduring and going to and be enduring. It's very important. It's very important. So that's important. Um, and it's important to uh, get right with yourself and balance your body and take care of yourself. Detox in every way that you can. That means digitally as well as, um, you know, spiritually and, uh, and with food and, and just good health practices. It's very important to have a clean, sound mind right now because we're about to be berated beyond like anything we've ever seen, anything we've ever seen. And I'm looking for this video right now that my buddy sent me. Um, it was a video of Joe Biden, but it wasn't really Joe Biden. And you can just tell by some of the words that he was using and how he was speaking, but it was a deep fake video. And what is a deep fake video? Deep fake video is actually a simulation. And I'm going to play a bunch of clips here in just a second to, sh to show you, but you can't see it because we're on the radio. But a deep fake video is it's a, it's a literal simulation of a bionic being of a person of somebody that seems and appears to be that person. When in the reality, it's actually a robot, or it's somebody else or it's using voice print. So a couple years ago, uh, Adobe announced that they have voice print technology. So no longer do you just need blood for your DNA to get somebody's DNA. You can actually get their DNA through something called voice print. Now understand, this is why they use talk to text on your phone. I know a lot of you guys like your talk to text. That's why they have talk to text. Not for your luxury, not for your convenience, but literally to perfect this voice printing technology. And if we, as humans, adopt all of their systems and basically they provide the pathway for us to walk through, and just like sheep, we walk right through it. And let me give you an example. 
The voice print. Siri, okay? Siri. What does Siri do? Siri listens to you and does what you ask it to do. And you're engaging with AI technology constantly. And they provided the pathway to do that. Now, what has that been able or allowed them to do? And by they, I mean these big tech corporations. It's allowed them to construct data on how people operate, the different types of people, things that they want, things that they desire, things that they look for, things that they're into, right? And all of those interactions are directly tied to these AI systems. And it's just constantly drudging data. So understand every single thing that you do on your phone, unless you have a Volta wireless phone, you can go to voltawireless.com. That's not just a shameless plug. That's like legitimate. If you want to disconnect, go to Volta wireless. Okay. So every single thing that you do is being captured, constructed down to a tiny little file, and it's put into a storage facility. Now, they have a bunch of different storage facilities they've been constructing them. There's an old documentary called um, Terms and Conditions May Apply, and it talks about them parallel constructing all of your data with the NSA back in 2011, back in the Obama days. They parallel constructed all communication to where you have, you're making a phone call, say you're calling your mom. You're calling from your phone to your mom's phone. Well, in between that call, there is always an intercept that's happening and it's taking that call and it's sending the phone call to a data server, a data mine somewhere in an NSA storage facility. And then it's also sending the call to your mom. And what it does is it just records it and it uses transcoding technology, which is what talk to text is. It's transcoding, which basically converts your speech into text. So then it transcodes your conversation into a TXT file, which you can virtually in, install somebody's entire life of conversations into one little tiny flash drive. That's how tiny a TXT file is. Very easily could you do that. Right, just one tiny little flash drive. So multiply that by all the 350 million or 400 million people, you know, if you count all the illegals uh, that are here into a TXT file, they now have your life on a flash drive to where at any point you become a resistor of their system and you start resisting their rollout at any point, they can pull up your entire life and start running operations against you. Do you see how dangerous and where we're at? We'll be right back. It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael. We are the things the shapes to come. Your freedom's not free and dumb. This oppression is great. The deformation. Yeah, welcome back, folks. So, before we were talking uh, about the dangers of the cyber infrastructure that is literally being put before our eyes. 
And another example of that is the banking system and the Apple Pay and the convenience. Anything in your life now, anything in your life that is convenient because life is not supposed to be convenient. Understand every single time that you have a ounce of convenience, you are then giving something up. Understand that. You are giving something up and you might not even know it. Life is not meant to be butterflies and rainbows. I know that's what it's been for quite some time for a lot of you, but it's not supposed to be like that. Name something, name an animal in nature that has an easy life and they're lounging around, sitting on their butt, watching TV, you know, eating Cheetos and ice cream, you know, and they just don't really do much and they'll roll out of her out of bed now and, and go on to the computer and make some money. And then that provides them heat and food and shelter. And all they do is sit there and just talk to people, answer their questions or, you know, fix their billing with their credit card transaction that they have. I mean, that's their life. Then the weekend comes around and then they go on a weekend and, and they go and they drink a bunch of alcohol and get wasted. Then they hung over on Sunday and they watch some more TV and, and that's their life. I mean, think about that, folks. That is not natural. There is nothing else. There is no other animal in the planet that operates or lives a lifestyle like that. Now, if you work hard, and you work hard and you grind and you work hard and you grind, you can set yourself up to where there are times where you can relax. There are times, and it's important to relax, whether you have money or not. It is important to do that because we are in an information overload era. So much so that a lot of people are just checking out now because there's so much information going on. And this balloon thing is easy to distract people to talk about because it's kind of ominous and we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is, but it's a good distraction, like a football game. You know, everybody wants to talk about that. Ooh, are the Chinese people going to invade? Who knows? Is it a spy balloon? I don't know. Is it an EMP payload? Who cares? Who cares? Right? There's nothing that you're going to do. And if you think that this Biden administration is going to protect you in any way, you've already lost. Understand the basis and the premise of being an American is the rugged American individualism. Given the F.U. middle finger to the man. That's what being American is about. It's so important to understand that's what's going to get us out of this thing. That's what's going to get us out is to go back to local, local communities, local everything. Who cares what's going on federally? Who cares what's going on with Ukraine? Start getting right with your communities and yourselves. It's really important. So getting off on a tangent here, like I always do, we are talking about the cyber things and the banking system. And here's the slippery slope. So if you understand... Uh, how the banking system works, which I am by no means a banker in any way. I'm not a banker, okay? But follow my thoughts here. If they can get us to adopt a new system, 
that is not overseen by the federal system that controls our banking right now, and they can get us on a new system, the CBDCs, which are actually controlled by banks, not the Department of Treasury or the Department of Treasury, then they can essentially get us to not have the rights that we do with money, with the FDIC and the insurance and all the things that are tied into protecting your money. And if they get us to adopt a new system, we then are now opting out of all of the protections in the name of convenience to take on a new system because maybe you don't want to carry a credit card around anymore. Maybe you don't want to carry cash anymore. Or maybe they crash the dollar, which is coming, and they'll say, well, that money's no good. We don't take that money here. We don't take any of that stuff. But we do take these CBDCs, and we'll give you two to one on those. Oh, by the way, they expire, so you got to spend it in 30 days. Can't save it. What happens when that happens? What do you think that they're doing in China? They've been doing this in China for years. What do you think the whole COVID thing was for? It was to roll this out. Noah Harari talks about it in your face. He says, COVID, COVID, we don't care about the virus. COVID was to roll out our new systems. Our new systems of control. It was a perfect, perfect delivery system to beta test our control mechanisms. You see what's happening? How do we circumvent out of this? How do we get out of this? Understand, just like your engagement with AI and the AI technologies that you're engaging with using your talk to text and Siri and all the other things and carrying your phone on you all the time, allowing them to listen to you, you are then giving them the power over you. So it's very important I would say to leave your phone at home if you can. At the very least, get one of those Faraday bags. And that just disconnects your phone for a while. And practice disconnecting. That's the way that we win. The only way these big corporations win if we keep, is only if we keep buying into their systems. If we just say no, if everybody just stops shopping at Walmart, and I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know. I understand. But stop going to McDonald's, stop going to Walmart, stop going to these big corporations. Find and seek out every mom and pop that you can, you know, and figure out where they're getting their stuff from. If they're just going to Walmart and coming back and reselling it to you, that's not very productive, okay? But it's important that we have our small communities because I can feel it, folks. We are right at the grasp of something ginormous happening. We got Russia getting set up to run a two-part assault. That's what they say with over 500,000 troops. They're getting ready to do that. When that happens, something else is going to happen. That's going to be the great distraction that everybody's going to talk about. And that'll be the next thing that everybody moves to. But while that's happening, watch what China's doing with this deal with Argentina and then moving warships down there. I mean, folks... It's scary. We're getting into a crazy time. And so it's time to get your house prepared. It's time to get prepared. 
And it's time to start practicing as much as you can, disconnecting from technology and stop engaging with it and giving them all the ammo that they need to build their Skynet system to track and control you. If they know all of your contacts and all of your friends and every single person and know everything about you because you've given it to them, just like Facebook, you know how Facebook makes money? They make money because you give them the information to sell. So if you're like, hey, my name's Brenda, I like cats, and I like long walks on the beach, and I like this, well, guess what? There's a, they know that you have 15 cats because you posted it on your Facebook. So Facebook goes, hey, cat food industry, cat food people, hey, guess what? I have a... Uh, I have uh, uh, Brenda here who is going to buy your cat food. And we know that she's going to buy your cat food because you're a cat food dealer and we know she loves cats. How much is that information worth to you? Oh, well, give us $500 and we'll give you Brenda and we'll sell you her information. And Brenda's just walking away, going and texting away, being like, oh, yeah, look at me. Look at me. Look at my cats. Oh, yeah, I got followers. Ooh, somebody liked me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Understand, folks, it's your engagement, which there's speculation tied to Twitter now with Elon's new Neuralink system that has embedded AI into your brain, embedding the human engagement that's happening on Twitter right now to roll out the Neuralink software and the Neuralink database, which is going to directly engage with 5G and using the human and the engagement that's happening on Twitter and the way people are and the way the engagement happens and embed some of that AI with that. There's speculation that that's what's happening. So Elon's letting everybody speak, encouraging everybody to speak, which is a great thing because it's blowing the doors off of everything. But this might be part of a greater plan. And there's also now reports happening. I'm not sure. I haven't vetted it out of censorship going on again at Twitter. I know Project Veritas had their most recent bombshell uh, video, the third of the series of the Pfizer. Uh, They got deplatformed off of Facebook and YouTube and Google and Twitter temporarily. But Elon was, after about two hours, was able to restore it. So it is a fight, folks, and it's going on. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's more important now than ever to get right with God and get right with your families and understand that we are headed into a war that nobody's going to talk about. They're never going to tell you. They're never going to tell you we're in a war, even though we are. It's not going to be announced, folks. But we're right there. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10. It's your host, Joshua Michael. Let's hear this intro real quick. Broke down on a freeway, having one of those days singing. 
sun goes down, I'm never gonna stop always People tell me I should've gave up a long time ago Inspiration You ain't ever gonna break me down Now I'm on top giving it all I've got Alright folks, last segment here Joshua, Michael, thanks for tuning in want to get into some COVID news because it's uh, pretty ginormous and it's happening all the time. It's happening everywhere. We can see it. It's completely unraveling. So the next question is, is what is the great distraction going to be? What is the big distraction is, is it going to be a big balloon in the sky? Is it going to be a nuclear bomb going off in Ukraine, near Ukraine or in Russia or in New York city? Or is it going to be some warships or an invasion? I'll tell you if there is an invasion, you will never see it on the news, ever. Because what would that do? That would bring out the American spirit and the American war fighters that, uh, that are, it, it would just, it, it would clinch us all together where suddenly all the bigotry and all the, quote, racism and the controlled racism and the fake racism and all that stuff would just go away immediately. And we would then become Americans again. And they don't want that. It's divide and conquer. That's the strategy here. They want us divided. They want us in our homes. They want us on our cell phones watching the revolution happen, not participating in it. And when you participate in the revolution, what do you think happens? What do you think goes on? Well, they come to your house in Romania, take you away and lock you away with some ridiculous accusations, blow up the internet with all these accusations, when in return, literally have no evidence to convict you. And who am I talking about? I'm talking about Andrew Tate and the things going on with him. Take a look at what happens when you counter the narrative and you're actually trying to encourage people to do better and be better. Take a listen. No, I'm innocent. There's not much justice in Well, the pack is still with me. Plus, joining me now is the lawyer for the Tate brothers, Tina Glandian, who is in Romania. Well, welcome to you, uh, Ms. Glandian. I really appreciate you joining me. Where are we with this case? It seems that. Every now and again, this pops up back on television with them being remanded for further time. How long can that process continue before a charging decision is made? Under Romanian law, they have up to 180 days, which is in 30-day increments. So every time there's a 30-day detention order, they're allowed to renew their request and have it extended for an additional 30 days, but not to exceed 180 days. OK, you've taken on this case. Andrew Tate has been repeatedly... Uh, bellowing his innocence as he's being led in and out of, of these uh, court hearings and so on. Do you believe them? Do you believe that he and his brother are innocent? At this point, Pierce, they've had this investigation going since April. We're now February, and there are not even charges filed against them. So this is a huge injustice the way we see it. They should not be detained at this point. We think it's now crossed over to the point where it's violating international human rights law because the deprivation of, of your lip, liberty pre-trial is the most severe form of punishment a state can impose. And that's what they've done in this case. And they've had a very lengthy... Yep, we know all about that because it's happening to all the January 6ers too. 
they were locked up with no crimes. Essentially, some of them had zero crimes or real charges ever pushed against them, but they were locked up. And the FBI Gestapo came and got them, right? So what happens when you counter the narrative? Whether you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars or not, they will come to get you if you are effective. But if we band together and we don't get isolated in these digital gulags, if we stay out of these digital gulags and stay going to church, getting involved in your communities, go helping your neighbor, build a fence, you know, whatever it is, I promise you, you will be more fulfilled than ever before. You will be more fulfilled than binge watching your favorite TV show on Netflix. I promise you. I promise you it'll happen, right? Okay, uh, back to COVID news. I know I got distracted there. I just wanted to play that little clip to give you guys an update what's actually going on because everybody lights up my DMs all the time and they're like, hey, you know, Andrew Tate, he's a convicted child trafficker. Okay, yeah, no, you just heard it right. The Romanian police literally did not, do not have, one, they haven't pressed charges yet. They're still, quote, reviewing evidence. Two, they have not presented any evidence. They seized all their evidence back in April, and this is just a moot case. It's a, it's a, it's a ploy. Now, what do I think it's tied to? Here's something interesting. With all the chaos and pandemonium going on, who would potentially be able to counter a lot of the narratives going on with the young male population. And that would be Andrew Tate. So what a perfect time, because understand folks, he has hundreds of millions of young boys under 25 following him. I don't know if you fathom that. A hundred, 200 million and what could he do if they start encouraging or going in the wrong direction? I think they, they nabbed him specifically for this moment that I think is about to happen at any day. Any day it's going to happen. Okay, enough about the Andrew Tate news. Uh, died suddenly. Still the number one documentary out there. And I think if you have not seen it, you definitely want to go check it out. DiedSuddenly.info. Here's uh, just a couple people that I'd like to acknowledge. You have a 43-year-old tennis player, Ryan Vaughn. Uh, he died suddenly in the middle of the match. Nobody's talking about it. His sister was shocked and devastating, stating he took impeccable care of his health. We did not see this coming. So rest in peace, Ryan. He died on the field. They gave him CPR for 55 minutes on the field during a tennis match. Another individual, Dr. Ovada Fuller, PhD responsible for the emergency use authorization rollout of the COVID vaccine, says they're very, very, very safe. She died suddenly as well, uh, not too long ago. Take a listen to a clip. So they are very, 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 very safe. They're, they're as safe as any vaccine and maybe safer than many. Um, so yes, they're safe for getting it. What we do not know is the long-term effects after getting it but my guess and you know i i can only guess because nobody's done that science yet um is that even these vaccines long term 
won't cause a problem. Dr. Ovita Fuller has died. She's the internationally renowned virologist from Ann Arbor who was instrumental in securing the emergency use authorizations for the three COVID vaccines. Dr. Fuller passed away yesterday morning. In fact, it was the Pfizer vaccine she happily rolled up her sleeve to receive when it was her turn. So what are they going to do to cover this up? What are you going to do? What's your job and your goal now and your mission here on out? Say goodbye to 2019. It is gone. It is over. That luxury lifestyle that you lived, say you're older, you had a great life. Good job. Congratulations. Now it's up to us and it's up to you and it's up to every single one of you right now to decide how are we going to navigate and circumvent this future against these tyrannical, corrupt bureaucrats that are literally, literally telling you now that they want to enslave you and steal and rob yours and your child's futures. And for all generations to come, they want to conquer humanity. And it's up to us to fight that. Thank you very much for listening again. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Visit noncompliantamerica.com. Subscribe and get get ready, folks, because it's coming. More to come. Have a great week.